This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. How's it going, everybody? This is Trey Biddy with Hogsports.com, H-A-W-G Sports.com. Today on the show, we're going to discuss this November to remember, if it'll be a November to remember. We just talked to Chad Morris, John Chavis, and Joe Craddock at a regular Monday press conference. So we'll discuss all of that stuff as Arkansas heads into this stretch, a big game against Mississippi State, some injury stuff to discuss. Danny West is also going to join us to talk some recruiting. All that and more on Hog Sports Live. Well, Arkansas obviously coming off of a disappointing showing against Alabama. Arkansas coaches were actually pleased with the way the players played in the second half. I just kind of thought the game was was decided, obviously, 41 nothing at halftime. And Alabama won 48-7. So uh, I think the game was just in hand, and uh, and they just kind of coasted on, on the way out. Some disappointing injury news today. And you hate it when you hear injuries part of the sport, but Colton Jackson, uh, his, his career is over at Arkansas. He's just really struggled to stay healthy all season long with back, foot, um, concussion stuff, just over and over again this year. And it gives you an idea just really uh, you know, how bad they've been on the offensive line in terms of the injury department. But Colton Jackson has decided to step away from football uh, as, as a senior, so that's that's disappointing. But certainly wish Colton Jackson the best moving forward. And looking at it, I mean, they lost Noah Gatlin at right tackle. They've lost Colton Jackson. He's been in and out of the lineup all season. So that's been a disappointment for them, uh, losing those two guys. Austin Capps has been in and out, and he's questionable right now for Saturday. So he'll be day-to-day. Uh, and if he's out, Kirby, Kirby Adcock is also out with a, a concussion protocol. So if Capps is out, then you're looking at playing a guy uh, either at left tackle or left guard, depending on where they put Myron Cunningham, who hasn't seen a lot of action so far this season. So, uh, yeah, just just kind of been snake bit there on the offensive line. So hopefully for them, they'll get Austin Caps back and um, and maybe have a little bit more better situation there on the offensive line. Marcus Miller is now out for the season. Marcus Miller has played two games this year, so he will be able to redshirt. But he had knee surgery on Friday. So he's going to miss the remainder of the season. No details exactly on what kind of injury that is, but it did require surgery. So, uh, And Jarquez McClellan was not injured in the game on Saturday. That was just a coach's choice to pull him out at halftime and, uh, and go with a, a different direction. So he should be back ready to go. So that's where things are right now with quarterback. We don't know where things are. And really, I mean, you obviously want to win the game. I mean, Chad Morris – there's a lot of people, let's be honest, people are talking about jo- Chad Morris's job security right now. And so it's very important for him and really for this program moving forward to try to win these games. I know everybody wants to see KJ, and I think we're going to see KJ Jefferson. I don't think that's the issue, but uh, it's important to make sure that they try to win the game. So if Ben Hicks is healthy, if he gives you the best chance, or if it's John Stephen Jones, if you think he gives you the best chance, the thing with John Stephen is, you know, we saw him in the second half against Alabama, but really want to be able to see him, you know, what he looks like throwing the ball downfield, not just out to the flats and stuff like that. Can he be a guy that can test a defense all over the field? And that's the question with him. I think he does bring some stuff with the RPO game. So that'll be an interesting situation to watch. 
With Nick Starkle, I guess he just has not recovered from that San Jose State game. He just never recovered from that game. Whatever did, that did to him mentally, uh, he just he's just not the same guy. And I don't know that you can count on him anymore moving forward. Now, I think in the Alabama game to start things out. I th- here's the deal. I, I've said this before with Nick Starkle. He gives you the best chance to win, but he also gives you the best chance to lose because he's up here when he's doing good and he's down here when he's not. The problem is we haven't seen good Nick in a long time. So Hicks, John Stephen Jones, and really I say, you know, if you're not if you're not impressed with what either of those guys are giving you, then it's KJ time. It's time to see KJ Jefferson. I mean, you think about things that could give you some momentum heading into next year if you're talking about Chad Morris. Um, you know, KJ Jefferson, I think, absolutely gives you gives you a, a big opportunity there. So quarterback situation is interesting, fellas. Just don't know what to go with. That's pretty much the main stuff. I mean, obviously there's things that we talked about a lot after the game with, um, you know, only one wide receiver touching the ball on Saturday. Uh, and, and K.J. Jefferson, I guess he had a rush, but he also had the uh, the one catch for 15 yards. I mean, that's just that just doesn't happen. The craziness of having zero penalties. They got called for one, but it was declined. But having zero penalties. So, yeah, Arkansas needs to play to win. I mean <clears> – <throat> Just humor me for a minute, okay? Just humor me for a minute. The outlook, it's hard to see, but the outlook would be totally different on this team moving forward uh, if you win three of your next four. Now, I know nobody thinks it's possible, but it's possible in some kind of world that they can pull it together and win a home game against Mississippi State, who's just really reeling right now. They're just not playing very well at all, just like Arkansas. And Arkansas is the home team. Now, they do have dual threat at quarterback, a lot of RPO stuff, so that's going to be a problem for them. But, you know, say that they can come out with that game and get a little bit of momentum going into Western Kentucky, win that game show well against LSU. I'm not predicting any of this, so don't come at me. I'm not predicting this. But I'm just saying if that were to happen and then they finish off the year against Missouri that's kind of falling apart here at the end also, your outlook is going to be different at that point. You know, that would require the team actually coming together, rallying, showing some fight, all of those things. That would require that happening. So – I'm not saying that that can happen. I haven't seen it happen this year. I mean, a big part of their problems, obviously, offensive line issues, and uh, they just haven't gotten consistent play at quarterback. I mean, you look at the numbers in the passing game. This is what's crazy. They brought in all these guys, Trey Knox, Traylon Burks, Michael Woods is a year older. Uh, you know, finally got C.J. O'Grady going from the start of the season to the end. You've got some weapons there. You know, Devall Whaley's catching the ball well. Rakeem's doing some things in the passing game. So you've got all these things shored up. You brought in two quarterbacks. You got rid of the two quarterbacks you had last year. You brought in two new guys, and your, your, your passing performance is worse. You're worse right now at this stage than you were last year. That is phenomenal to me. I can't understand. I mean, I can, I guess. But it just – when you really look at it like that, how are they worse passing the ball? The offensive line has obviously been worse, and I think a lot of that is compounded from injuries that they've suffered throughout the season. But they're a worse passing team this year than they were last year at this time and overall. Kickoff time set for Arkansas versus Western Kentucky when you play – Non-conference foes this late in the year, and you are two and six. You get 11 a.m. kickoff, so it's going to be 11 a.m. on the SEC Network on November 9th, and that'll be Central Standard Time. Will be Standard Time, so that's the first Standard Time game. So that's 
That's where things are right now. So far, they play Portland State in the opener at 3 p.m. Ole Miss at 6.30 p.m. in Oxford. Colorado State at 3 p.m. San Jose State at 6.30 p.m. Texas A&M at 11 a.m. in Arlington. Kentucky at 6.30 p.m. in Lexington. Auburn at 11 a.m. in Fayetteville, Alabama at 6 p.m. in Tuscaloosa. And Mississippi State will be 3 o'clock Saturday on the SEC Network Central Daylight Time, last daylight time game. And that's the only other the only other game set is 1:30 uh, p.m. on CBS Friday, November 29th against Missouri in Little Rock. Okay, I thought I've been working on this and I haven't finished this story yet, but I wanted to just kind of peek into something I'm working on about second year head coaches who took over for fired coaches and where Chad Morris stands. So first, I want to look at coaches who took over for for. Uh, coaches who were fired from their job. And the first one is Jonathan Smith, who hasn't set the world on fire, but he took over a 1-11 program and led them to 2-10 and last season, and they're 3-4 and this season. So this is the guy that's actually performing better. It's not a high bar, but he's performing better than, than the program was when he got there. Herm Edwards at Arizona State, 7-6 and before he took over, 7-6 and last season, probably pretty close to that next season. Scott Frost at Nebraska took over a four and eight program, eleven four and eight last year. They'll probably be a little better than that this year. They got a chance to go to a bowl game, but they got to win two of their last four. Jimbo Fisher at Texas A&M hadn't done anything that, that Kevin Sumlin didn't do. Won nine games last year. They're going to be seven wins this season. I don't think they're paying him all that money to be a seven win coach. And Kevin Sumlin, who's now at Arizona, uh, who took over a seven win program, went five and seven last season, four and four this season. Jeremy Pruitt starting to get a little bit of steam. Jeremy Pruitt, uh, but Bush Jones went nine and four, nine and four, and then four and eight, and then. Jeremy Pruitt didn't do much last year. They could mathematically get to a bowl game. It's not out of the question with UAB, Kentucky, Missouri, and Vanderbilt remaining, where they got three wins. And then Chip Kelly is probably seventh out of these coaches, seventh out of eight, uh, who took over a team four and eight and six and seven back-to-back season, went three and nine. So he's done less than what the previous coach did. And right now they're three and two in conference play, three and nine. I believe they're they got three wins this year, I think. So they're three and two in conference play. And then Chad Morris, I think, is rounding out the pack. I think he's at the bottom. He's at the bottom. He took over a four and eight team that had gone seven, six, eight and five, seven and six of the previous seasons. They went two and ten last year for the worst season in Arkansas history and are two and six, two and six this season with Mississippi State, Western Kentucky, LSU, and Missouri. I mean, they'd have to win all four of those games to go to a bowl game. That's not going to happen. They're not going to go to LSU and win. But they can beat Missouri, Western Kentucky, Mississippi State. I'm not predicting them to win any of those games, but they can win them. I mean, I'll say they win one of them. How about that? So, and then you look at Sonny Dykes at SMU, and a lot of people have made a lot out of this. Uh, you know, after going dipping down a little bit to 5-7 and seven last year, has them at 8-0. They have brought in a lot of transfers. Most of the players, the foundation – are Chad Morris players, uh, but some aren't, like Shane Bouchel, uh, who is quarterback there. But they're ranked number 15 in the country right now. So that's just that's one non-power five team, but obviously it relates. And then there are others like Dan Mullen, uh, who's having a lot of these. Are, these are coaches that took over programs where the coach just moved on. Now Dan Mullen, Jim McElwain didn't necessarily move on, but he was he was fired for cause. So kind of a different situation. But Dan Mullen's obviously doing very well there, taking them to the next level. Mario Cristobal has done the same thing at Oregon. Willie Taggart at Florida State has mm, 
a little bit less than than what Jimbo was doing. I mean, obviously Jimbo had a lot of success, but towards the end, Jimbo went seven and six his final season. Tiger went five and seven, four and four this season. Only one blowout loss to Clemson, but not still not doing what Jimbo did. Joe Moorhead's not doing uh, what his predecessor did either, and Dan Mullen, um, and they're they're kind of reeling right now. Here's another aspect: programs that are coming off scandals. So Arkansas is in this awful situation, and you've got these programs that are coming off scandals. Um, or, uh, you know, sanctions and stuff. Well, why is my battery not going? There we go. We're charging. All right, there we go. So Penn State, earlier this decade, obviously the, the um, child sex abuse scandal with Jerry Sandusky, they never suffered a losing season. They're 8-0 this season. I mean, the public perception of that program was garbage. And they never had a losing season and are 8-0 right now. Baylor, with all the, um, I mean, another sex scandal there with um, with all those alleged rapes. And, I mean, that was just an awful situation. Players leaving the program left and right. They went 1-11 um, the next year. Matt Rule has them at 7-0. and They're undefeated right now. And that's been a little bit ago. But, I mean, just showing you, like, these programs went through way worse than the, the coach hiring his, his mistress and wrecking his motorcycle in 2012. They went through – I mean, it's not – you can't even compare the things. You can't even compare them. Then there are programs that come in off NCAA sanctions. Ole Miss. Ole Miss, Matt Luke took over for a 5-7 and seven team that had just been slammed, went 6-6 six and six his first year, 5-7 and seven last year. Three and five this season. They're still better than Arkansas. Still better than Arkansas is. Arkansas didn't face any NCAA sanctions, no bowl bans, no recruit restrictions, no limited scholarships. Ole Miss is better than Arkansas. Ohio State, now this is back in 2011. So when Ohio State was hit with sanctions, Jim Tressel was forced out, all those players quit who said they'd come back even though they played the bowl game against Arkansas and they came back and they ended up leaving the program. So – they had one six and seven season, and then they went twelve and zero the next year. Didn't go to a bowl game, and then two years after that, they won a national championship. Way to show them, NCAA! You really showed those guys what's up. I mean, it took them three years to win a national championship. Good job. Good job. They felt those sanctions. Anyway, there's some other coaches out there who are doing well. You know, Ryan Day took over, obviously, a successful program at Ohio State. Chris Kleiman at, uh, at Kansas State, same deal. There's some guys that are doing pretty well, some guys that aren't doing well. We're not going to go into too much detail on these guys. Um, there's some coaches who took over, coaches who were fired, like Mac Brown. I mean, Carolina had won five games over two seasons, and Mac Brown comes in, and they're four and four, just like that. Was North Carolina in a worse spot than Arkansas? Less miles at Kansas. Kansas beat Arkansas right now. Kansas beat Arkansas. He's got them three and five. This is a program that's just – they haven't had a winning season since 2007. Less miles march Kansas into Fayetteville right now and beat them. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. eBay Motors is here for the ride. 
Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Scott Satterfield at Louisville. Bobby Petrino had one bad year and got fired there. Two and ten. Obviously the wheels fell off. But he has them five and three. Matt Wells, Texas Tech. Eh, not doing too much. Anything special. So that's kind of where new coaches are at right now. Bobby Petrino. Uh, I'm excuse Bobby Petrino. Uh, Chad Morris doesn't doesn't fare well when compared to other schools around the country, whether it's schools coming off sanctions, schools coming off of uh, scandals, uh, schools that have fired their coach, schools that have, you know, just kind of tr- creating some continuity with uh, a successful program moving into the next coach. One-year coaches, he doesn't – I mean, he doesn't compare very favorably right now. Is Arkansas in – I don't think that Arkansas is in such a bad position. Yes, they need a talent upgrade top to bottom. That's not a question. They have more talent than they had last year, and the results are the same, though. That's what I think most Arkansas fans are frustrated with right now. Why are the results the same as last year? Why do you bring in two new quarterbacks and the results are the same? There's one thing after another like that. You bring in Traylon Burks, Trey Knox. I'm repeating myself again, but there are all these things you can point to. The results are the same. We'll see what happens these last four games. I mean, this is Chad Morris's chance really to change perception heading into the offseason because if he doesn't, if they don't perform very well, they don't finish very strong here in November, closing this out, it's going to be nasty in the offseason. It just is. You know it is. Okay, I think I've got to pretty much everything. I don't really want to go over a bunch of stats from Alabama. That game's over. The game's over. So we're going to jump into Danny West. I know you guys want to hear what he has to say. Where are you at, Danny? Danny West does a great job. Oh, you know what? Before we go into Danny, before we do that, I've got to do my promo. You guys know it's coming. Hogsports.com is just $1 right now for your first month, or you can take 30% off your first year and get a seven-day free trial with that. H-A-W-G-Sports.com. We're the number one insider source on Razorback Athletics. I mean, ask anybody who's a member of the site. Um, it's been it's been a great run at 24-7 Sports. And uh, we think you'll enjoy it if you come try us out. Plenty of ways to watch and listen to the show. Facebook Live, always streaming live there. Immediately upload to YouTube after that. Be sure to follow the page on Facebook. And if you're on YouTube, subscribe to the channel. Hit the notifications bell. And on either of those, if you haven't thrown us a thumbs up, go ahead and do so now if you like the content. If you don't like the content, don't throw us a thumbs up. But if you like what we're doing, throw us a thumbs up. Share the content with somebody you think might like it if you haven't done so already. Go ahead and share the content. Always upload to Apple Podcasts. Plenty of ways to listen as well. Spotify and Stitcher. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, throw us a five-star review. Say something nice about us. Throw us a rating and a review. We'd love to have that from you. So anybody searches Arkansas Razorbacks, they see hogsports.com. Okay, now on to the man you've been waiting for, Danny West. Let's see what Danny has to say on Razorback recruiting. 
Let's see how many rings it takes Danny to pick up. I bet he's a one ring guy. That's one. Hey, buddy. Uh, there he is, a one ring guy. I knew it, Danny. I knew you'd pick up on the first ring. Waiting hey. on the boss, man. <laughs> I hear you. Appreciate Don't you, man. Don't want to get in trouble. I got to wait around that phone. How's it going? <laughs> Going real good, Danny. Going real good in spite of everything. I don't believe you. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say, man. You can, you can say how that. How can you even ask me that question? You got to make me put on a face. But uh, rather you be honest, man. It's been it's been a rough stretch for us, for Razorback fans, for media, for Arkansas coaches. It's just we all deserve better. I don't often say I deserve better than this, Danny, but damn it, man, I deserve better. You do too. Well, thank you for saying that. I feel the same way. You know, I, I've been getting that a lot. You know, people, you know, saying they feel sorry for us and whatnot. <laughs> and there is there is a lot of truth in that. I mean, you know, nobody. I shouldn't expect anybody to feel pity for us at all. But, yeah, yeah people have a point. You know, they can leave the game. They can turn off the TV. They yeah. can log off the site. They don't have to watch this show. We still got to do it Yeah, <laughs> for a living. So, hey, all you can do is uh, – you know, appreciate the good times when they come and hope hope they come back around at some point. I'm losing a little bit of faith here, Trey. Well, I hear you, Danny, <laughs> and I don't blame you for losing some faith, but it's amazing to me how many people used to come up to me all the time and say, man, you must oh, have yeah. the greatest job in the world. And now yeah. literally all I see is, man, I feel sorry for you guys. You know, I mean, it's like how quickly it can, it can change from the greatest job in the world to, man, I don't know how you guys do it. <laughs> Still a lot of positives, though, man. You know, I was sitting on sitting on the deer stand last week and wrote a story. So, I mean, it's not all of that bad. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> cell phones, uh, smartphones, I should say, have, uh, have really helped change some yeah, things in, in, in terms of where we can be uh, certain times of year, especially you covering recruiting this time sure. of year. So, Danny, what is going on in recruiting lately? What's, well, what's the word? I want to talk about some visitors coming in this weekend. Three official visitors that I'm aware of so far. You know, uh, I know how the season's going. Nobody really cares about who's coming in, but I mean, you still got to keep up with that. I mean, it's important. Mm -hmm. You're looking at what 14 commitments right now, 13 that they're down to. They still got quite a few spots to fill here, and got three big time guys coming in this weekend. And when I say big time, you know, I don't necessarily mean that from a stars or rankings perspective but guys who have been on their board for a while and at this stage you know you're talking October 28th is that where we're at yeah I mean it's coming up pretty quickly that December signing period so you got to start to fill some of these spots and I want to run through the three names that we're aware of so far offensive lineman Brady Ward very familiar with Brady out of Mobile Alabama St. Paul's Episcopal 67310 you know, early on, he was offered by Alabama, LSU. His father played at LSU, uh, Tennessee, Oklahoma, a lot of big-time schools. Now, I'm not sure how many of those are still on the table for him. Teams fill up, especially October 28th. It's pretty late, but they're still uh, still in striking distance there with Brady. Good to finally get him back up here. He's been up here a couple of times unofficially. Uh, another Alabama guy, Mike Harris, defensive back, safety, six foot one eighty. He can run mm -hmm. four five two forty. So you can never have enough speed back there. Uh, former high school teammate of Amante Spivey, the running back who's redshirting obviously this year. He's from uh, Phoenix City, Alabama Central High School down there. So Mike Harris, he's got some really good offers. And then linebacker Aaron Moore. You know, I think he's probably the most intriguing at this stage based on what happened last week, right, or yeah. two weeks ago, whenever it was, with the, the 
Whitehaven trio. Obviously, that didn't work out for Arkansas, and they moved on to Tennessee. So kind of leaves you, I don't want to say scrambling, because Aaron has kind of been on the board for a long time now, and Arkansas was, you know, I'm not sure if handcuffed is the right word, but they were definitely waiting to see how that played out with the Whitehaven trio. Yeah. Now that we've seen that play out, Aaron Moore is definitely uh, reemerged as a potential candidate to fill this class. He told me last week, I want to wrap this thing up pretty quickly. So keep an eye on Aaron Moore, 6'3", 220 out of Oakland High School in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Outside of that, I'm sure they're going to have, you know, quite a few unofficial visitors coming in, maybe even adding another official or two at some point this week. But for a three o'clock kick, I think that's a little more desirable than your typical oh, yeah. 11 a.m. So Much maybe that'll work out for them. Much better kickoff time in a game that you know I think that they could they could possibly. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna give them a shot with this one. I know I, I'm not sure if I'm gonna predict them to win it, Trey. But no, we're I done think, predicking you know, Arkansas to win, Danny. That's <laughs> a so, that's a line item rule on Hogs. Man, I'm right sitting. I, that's what I've been doing today is looking at Mississippi State, and I'm with you, buddy. I just feel like they're beatable, gonna, but but Arkansas is so beatable. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah, the that's the crux it's a of it. Battle of the Beatables is yeah. that what you're telling? The battle. That's a great name for it, Danny. The Battle of the battle Beatables. Of the Beatles. And I'll tell you what, though, that big offensive line. I'm curious to see that that matchup in particular. It's a veteran offensive line for mm. Mississippi State against a veteran defensive line for Arkansas. I'm curious. I think that's where the ball game is is uh, determined right there. I'll tell you what. On the on the flip side of it, Danny, uh, Arkansas got some bad news with Colton Jackson, and so uh, Colton, Colton gets us a lot of heck from people, but um, he oh, is man. he is probably he might be their best offensive lineman. I mean that that's you know for as much yeah. hell as he catches from people, uh, but losing him, you know, you lost Noah Gatlin. It, Col- uh, Kirby Adcock's out for this one. With concussion protocol. Oh, is he? Yeah, Adcock's out. I didn't see that. Caps is day-to-day questionable right now. Yikes. So, you're looking at whether Myron Cunningham plays left tackle or left guard, playing a guy who has very little playing experience on the left side of the line. I mean, that's that's kind of scary coming into this one. Who's next up? Would that be uh, be, Shane? It could be Clennon, who – you know, Clinton's kind of a mystery, and I asked Chad about that on Thursday. He's like, what happened to that guy? He was running well, he first team. he went in center, or, right? Yeah. Yeah. Saturday. Yeah. He, so, he was running – but he was – I mean, if you just think back, he was running first team, right guard, That's all right. spring, and most of camp, and then just disappeared, completely yeah. disappeared. And you look at him, man, and talk to him, it seems like he's a guy that oh, has he looks the part. everything. Yeah, yeah. He, he totally looks the part. I don't. I just don't get it. I mean, that kind of scratcher. stuff happens every once in a while. Another thing I don't get talking about head is all these concussions on the offensive line. I mean, I asked, that's something else I asked Chad today. I mean, I've never seen so many concussions on offensive line. Good point. What is going on here? And it's happening in games. It's not happening in practice and stuff. It's just happening in games. So, yeah, just kind of. Quick like, note on Colton. I'm sure you addressed it earlier, but what a good dude. I know, mm-hmm. like you said, there he catches so much crap on Twitter. Mm-hmm. And you want to talk about a guy getting killed on Twitter? Uh, you know, read some of the comments to him during games from, you know, last year or two years ago. It was rough. Yeah. But Colton's a really, really good dude. I've always enjoyed talking to him. Extremely, extremely smart guy. People yeah. have no idea. But, you know, him and his roommates, Deion Stewart, Byron Keaton, Damani Carter, Raleigh, 
uh, when he was here. Mm-hmm. Some of the smartest people on the team, and I used to love keeping up with them on Snapchat. Some of the arguments they would get into because, like I said, they're all so intelligent yeah. that you know they think they're smarter than the other one. And who's to say who's the smartest? But man, what a good dude! Yeah, yeah. Danny West joining us here on Hogsports.com again. Hogsports.com just one dollar right now for your first month or thirty percent off for your first year and get a seven day free trial with that. And if you want to read Danny's information. Not just what's happened, but what's about to happen from the best guy in the industry, then you need to sign up for that VIP membership at hogsports.com. So, Danny, I wanted to take you to basketball real quick. Um, okay. Anything going on there? Anything with uh, with season starting up? Uh, I mean, I, obviously there's, you know, the um, the big five guys from Arkansas and, uh, yeah. and some other stuff happening in recruiting, but what can you update us with? Well, I think it is. It kind of feels like a holding pattern ever since Moses and KK left out of here last weekend. You know, I've, I've said all last week that I'm kind of got my head on a swivel waiting on KK to, to do something soon. And, uh, you know, I'm still liking Arkansas's chances there. I've put in a crystal ball pick for him. Mm-hmm. Still think it's Arkansas or Michigan for Moses. You know, that's a really big battle there. And then, of course, you know, you mentioned the five in-state guys, Chris Moore out of West Memphis, man. Top three of Arkansas, Auburn, and Memphis. I would call that an Arkansas-Memphis battle. And, uh, you know, he sure does go to Memphis quite a bit, which is to be expected. I mean, he's from West Memphis. Mm-hmm. And it's not much of a drive for him, but, yeah, you worry about that. But the point I'm trying to make there, if they were to get KK to go with Devontae Davis and somehow win out and get Moses to come, I think it makes it really hard for Chris Moore to say no. Yeah, I do you know, too. I, I know the relationship that Penny has built with him. You can't be that really guy. That, you can't be that one guy. The it one makes guy. it really tough. Now, we've seen yeah. that in football. We've seen that one guy, but yes. it's a little different in basketball. Those guys play so much together and um, become friends, you know. So I think Who's would, the one guy in football? I guess it was Bartley Webb of the Springdale Five. Is that who you're thinking of? Yeah, I was going out to – Oh, yeah, LT. The, yeah. the late, great LT. Uh, I mean, you could argue KJ, and it's worked out for KJ at Ohio State. But, yeah. uh, you know, you see that every now and then. The guy that went to Clemson, uh, Brooks, out of Jonesboro, just a few to, that come to mind there. Yeah. Hey, Danny, I wanted to mention this. You remember Chad Carpenter, Ugly Uncle? Yeah, I love Ugly Uncle. Yeah. So, Chad says, no one better than you and Danny. Of all the people I've worked with, you guys are by far the most knowledgeable. He's in the feedback here. So, uh, I was thinking maybe we get a list together of the people that he's worked with. <laughs> it's a very short so we list. Know, we know who he thinks we're better than. <laughs> Put him on and the spot. Can, and no, then we I can call that. him up and tell him what Chad said. <laughs> I had to go down and get some, some new tires on my wife's car the other day, and Ugly Uncle came up oh, yeah? in conversation there. This guy asked me if I knew him. I said, yeah, I love that guy. So Last I heard he was in Uncle. like Belize or something. So he's back at Roman. I thought, he was, I thought he was in South Arkansas. I'm not sure. I have no Tell idea. him to come in. I want to know where he's yeah, at. We want to know where you are, Chad. Good to hear from you, man. Yep. Yeah. So, um, all right, Danny. Well, anything else going on that we didn't touch on with uh, Razorback recruiting? I'm just hanging in there, buddy. That's all I know to do at this point. Whatever's coming up, I'll address it. When it you know, I'm mm-hmm. hoping not to write any more decommitment stories. I'd rather yeah. write a commitment at this point. So, hey, uh, you know, keep an eye on these three this weekend. I, I think Arkansas is in a really good spot with all three. Matter of fact, I think I've got crystal ball picks on the on the entire three there. So, yeah, man, just try to stay positive. I uh, saw SJ Tui tweet out earlier that all of their commitments went undefeated Friday night oh. and outscored their opponents like 700 and something to 100. So, 
yeah, you're, you're scraping the bottom of the barrel trying to find some positives, but there are some positives to be found with this this current class. Yeah, well, you like winners. and That's right. Yeah, you can never underestimate that. All right, Danny, appreciate you, man. All right, bud, see ya. So that's Danny West. Again, for those of you who aren't familiar with Danny West, Danny's been with me. We've been we've known each other since about 2005, I think, something like that, 2004 maybe. 2005, I think, when we first started getting to know each other. But he's been with me, working with me for, for a long time, just um, one of the class guys in the industry. There's, you'd be hard-pressed to find somebody who doesn't like Danny West in the media right now. I don't know how he does it, <laughs> but he does. All right, so I thought we would jump into a few of your questions here. We've got a little bit of time. We've got plenty of time left to jump into some questions, see what people have to say. Kelly Merritt says, I have no doubt he would assemble a better – okay, let me – so we got a lot of conversation going. John Chavis's time has passed. He was good once a, once a time, says Adrian Jones. I mean, he hasn't had a good season as a defensive coordinator in the last three at least. You might say four, but, uh, you know, last year at Texas A&M, last two at Arkansas, they have not been good on defense. I mean, the numbers bear out. They just haven't been very good on defense. Now, Arkansas is a little bit thin, but they overall stayed pretty healthy. I don't dislike Arkansas starting 11 on defense. Some people might call me crazy, but, I mean, I'm not in love with it, but uh, I don't dislike it. And But they have not played enough people, especially on the back end. I mean, and I don't know how things are going to work out with these last four games. I mean, you say you want to see Jalen Catalan. Everybody's been saying you want to see Jalen Catalan, but Jalen Catalan has played in three games this year, just, you know, like some kneel downs, some garbage time, a special teams showing him so he's burned three games so you can only play Jalen Catalan in one more game if you want to maintain his red shirt and at this point I don't know why you wouldn't try to maintain his red shirt it's not like I mean I know mathematically you're playing for a bowl game but we all know I mean we know Jimmy Carpenter says stop paying coach B Hunter has stated that losing is a contract violation and Hunter seen I mean the contract is the contract but um, the angle with with coach Bielema uh, Jimmy is that he hasn't, at least from Arkansas's knowledge, from my knowledge, hasn't uh, sought a similar coaching circumstance with similar pay, and that's in his contract that he has to seek that. And so far, I mean, we've seen him just as you know D line coach, I guess, with the Patriots. Bobby Dale says Morris got lucky in recruiting this year. These kids, kids, see how he can't coach. Going to be a horrible recruiting cycle. I mean, they've lost some guys. Obviously, there's no question about that. Every team in the SEC has lost guys. Arkansas is probably lower middle pack in terms of the number of players that have have decommitted from Arkansas. But um, I don't I don't I don't know if you say you get lucky. It's hard to get lucky in recruiting. It's hard to get lucky, and they did a fan. There's no question that they have upgraded the talent on this roster, but the results are the same. What's up, Wilson Wood from Sheridan? How you doing, brother? Long time no see. Hope you're doing well. Tom Shamel says recruiting, 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 and it takes a good coach to recruit. More not so much. I mean, he has recruited well, though. I mean, they put together the best recruiting class ever at Arkansas, but, again, it's probably not based on what they've done in the past. Cody Hawkins says, when is Hog Sports getting an iPhone app? So an app is in the discussion coming up. However, I will say this, and I've had an app at the previous place that I worked at, and I've never been impressed with it. I mean, all you do is hit the button with the little square and the – thing at the bottom of your phone and create a home button i mean even if they when they do come out with the app i'll be surprised if it works better than just the mobile 70 percent of our traffic is mobile and most people don't complain about it i i 
I can show you how my phone looks right now. People are going to say it's crazy looking because there's so many like unread stuff. But I have the three buttons at the bottom right here. I don't know if you can see that. The three buttons at the bottom are to my admin, to the Razor's Edge, and uh, to Hog Sports. And they're right there anytime I need them. It takes me directly there. So, I mean, they're working on an app. It's in, it's, it, it's, uh, it's in the plans, but it's kind of the last thing. Really, the big thing was the new message boards, which are absolutely fantastic. If you guys haven't seen the new message boards, I mean, especially in dark mode, come on. Beautiful. These are the best message boards for anything, whether it's cooking, sports, religion, whatever you want to talk about, politics. And we have them at hogsports.com, designed specifically for hogsports.com. The best message boards, most interactive, best looking, night mode, fantastic. If you haven't gone to Hogsports, if you haven't checked it out in a while, they have revamped basically 95 or more percent of the entire website in the, what, 19 months that I've been a part of 24-7 sports. Kelly Merritt says, agree, Traylon is for sure gone. What is that coming from? Traylon Burks ain't going anywhere. Uh, let's see. Traylon Burks is most certainly – Wilson, what's it? There you go. Wilson not, most certainly not transferring. It's stupid to even think that. I mean, yeah, I agree with that. Tom Shamble says football games are not one – are one on the offensive defensive lines recruit, the big, fast guys, the SEC quarterback. I'll say this. For the future defensive line, I think it looks good. When you consider Zach Williams, Eric Gregory uh, – Zach Williams has burned his red shirt. Eric Gregory had and Colin Clay. I guess Colin's – probably burned his or coming close to it. Uh, but those are some good-looking young defensive ends, in addition to Matteo Soli, who has started all but one game this year. That's a good-looking group of young defensive ends. And they've got some good-looking guys who are committed, who you know are defensive end, outside linebacker types, long-body type guys. Uh, so they've got that defensive tackle. When you, I mean, Marcus Miller's maybe the most physically gifted-looking defensive tackle that they have. I mean, this guy's so big. Uh, so you got Marcus Miller, Torian Carter, Enoch Jackson. Am I missing anybody on those young defensive linemen? But, I mean, they, they recruited well on the defensive line last year. Offensive line, they brought in four guys. I think they really like Bo Limmer's potential. I've heard some good things about Brady Latham as a guy that needs development, but they really like his potential. And, of course, Ricky Stromberg has started basically all year, hasn't he? Chad Morris will have credibility issue with recruits after seeing – this year's game planning QB play, says Jeff Cato. Yeah, I mean, he's not done himself any favors with um, – I mean, you can only have hope so long, and I think Danny made a point not long ago that once you lose momentum in recruiting, it's really hard to get it back. And they've definitely lost a little bit. There's, I mean, I say a little bit. They've lost what, three, four stars. Ikun Shin says, can you remove Chad's picture from this page? <laughs> Donnie Butt says, should not tweet bad things to players. No question about it. If you got something bad to say to a player on Twitter or something, odds are you wish you hadn't done it when you're done. Kelly Merritt says, KK and Moses going to land at the same school? Question mark. If they land at Arkansas. I mean, there's they certainly have a lot of options and some similar options out there. Robert Jones says he just joined let KJ play. I think we're going to see KJ Saturday. I mean, it makes sense. I mean, obviously you want to play to win the game. And if you think somebody else gives you a better chance to win the game, I mean, the coaches have to do that. But, you know, it's 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 their bed that they're making. 
You like that, Chad? <laughs> so much wrong with this. So much apathy, says George O'Neill. I mean, yes. Like I said the other day against uh, Auburn, people were laughing more than they were booing in the stands. And I'll say this also for fans. You know, we've got a ton of people on here right now. The traffic has been fine at Hog Sports. It's been real good. It's been better than it was last year this time of year. Fans are still very invested, even though, you know, they had a bad showing in terms of showing up for the game against Auburn. And I can't say I blame them for that. I'll say this, man. There were fans that stuck in that stand, those stands until the game ended. A lot, thousands of fans stuck in the fan, stuck in the stands until uh, that game ended. I'm just thinking, like, what are you guys doing? But, I mean, really, they're just – just diehard fans want to be there to support the team. The fans are dying to be there for somebody. They're, they want to be there. Ched says, you're in Pleasant Plains, Arkansas. Love you guys. I'm your biggest fan. Appreciate that, Ched. Appreciate that. We do our best. Kelly Merritt says, he, she, uh, he or she, she, I'm thinking about the picture. Kelly Merritt says, uh, she doesn't think Hunter Juracek has a choice. Mark Passarelli says, when your team is struggling, shouldn't you play your best players instead of red-shirting guys? That's a good point. Tom Shamel says, hurry up, basketball season. Can't wait for baseball. Robert Jones says, please hang on, Hog fans. We, the Hogs, need support. Even though the coaches aren't giving us anything to chew on, these kids deserve support. And fans deserve something to chew on. You're right on both counts. I mean, And they haven't given you anything. Where's the game where you play above yourselves and you shock everybody and you come out with a win? You know, where's taking care of business against 50-50 games or winning home games against teams? You know, the Kentucky game that I've mentioned. The Kentucky game, you know, obviously the San Jose State game was just like, I mean, how? How could you have taken this team lightly and played the way you did? How could you let that happen? Um, the Kentucky game for me was just like, I mean, that was right there. They should have won that game. There's no reason on this planet – and the problem that I have mainly with this with this team, I mean, I can I can appreciate that offensive line play has caused a lot of problems. It's probably affected quarterback play. Nick Starkle isn't what you thought he could be, and I don't know what has happened with him, but something it's got to be mental. Um, so there are a lot of things like that that have come into play. But the thing that I have the biggest problem with is Traylon Burks is a different kind of guy. Okay, he's the one guy that you have that could not the one guy because Raheem Boyd. C.J. O'Grady, Trey Knox, these are the players that are difference makers for you that have to touch the ball, and they're not, and I can't understand why. I mean, if it were me, I can tell you what I would do. I would have, I would have him in the backfield, lining up at running back, shifting into the backfield. If I thought he could handle it from knowledge of the offense type of stuff, then I would absolutely be doing that. Uh, I would be throwing to him as much as possible, tunnel screens, whatever I could do behind the line of scrimmage. If they're trying to take stuff away from him, figure out how to figure out how to counter off that. But he has got to touch the ball. Traylon Burks has got to touch the ball. He should probably be back at kickoff return also, in addition to punt return. I mean, you got to move him around. He's got. I, I just don't. I don't understand how the guy can just touch the ball twice. It just. It doesn't make any sense to me. Um, you know, Trey Knox was targeted a couple of times. Didn't come up with any catches. But and part of it's having four turnovers. I mean, four turnovers is a lot of turnovers. You're not going to play well against anybody. Um, but they had some success moving the ball against Alabama. But overall, just not enough going to playmakers, going to the, your studs. I mean, even Raheem Boyd only had 16 touches, and 12 only 12 of them were runs. 
And it's not like, you know, he averaged 4.2 yards a carry. It's not like he broke off one long run, and that was the majority of the carries. It was just consistently getting yardage. That's the kind of stuff I just don't understand. Nathan Middleton says, for sure, Ty Story to beat us, oh my. Now, if Ty Story marches in here and comes out with a win, then that'll look bad, especially if they lose to Mississippi State, especially if they lose to Mississippi State. All right, everybody. Chad Carpenter says, do you get lucky in recruiting, hard work, and salesmanship works? Absolutely. Terry Roy says, good things are coming. All right, Terry. I hope you're right. I could use some good things, man. I'm not going to lie. I want to see these guys come out with a win. Terry also says you win games by controlling the ball. Big plays mean nothing but leads to three and out. And also the turnovers. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right, everybody. We're going to wrap it up here. I want to thank you for joining us. I want to thank Danny West for jumping on board. One more time, if you haven't thrown us a thumbs up and interacted with the video, now's the time to do it. Throw us that thumbs up right now. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, go ahead and shut it down. I'm not going to tell you anything you hadn't heard, but go ahead and give us a five-star review. I think we almost have as many reviews as anybody that covers Arkansas right now. I think we're just like a dozen, a couple dozen behind. So throw us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts if you like the content. Say something nice about us. We'd love to have that. We want people to see Arkansas Razor. When they search Arkansas Razorbacks, we want them to see Hog Sports uh, live. Facebook Live, streaming every Monday and Thursday. Usually Monday we go about 2 o'clock, maybe 2.30, just depending on what press conferences uh, shake out, about 11, 11.30 on Thursdays, and then post-game on Saturdays. And also we do what we call emergency podcast. If there's big breaking news or something, we need to jump into a podcast, and we'll do an emergency podcast when that happens. Uh, but throw us a thumbs up on Facebook Live if you haven't done so already. Be sure to follow the channel and share the video with somebody you think might like it. Do the same on YouTube. Share it with somebody you think might like it throw us a thumbs up now be sure to subscribe and hit the notifications bell 75 percent of the people who watch these videos a lot of them watching every single one of the videos are not subscribed to the channel so subscribe hit the notifications bell so you know anytime we upload a new video hogsports.com is just one dollar right now for your first month you're not going to beat that deal one dollar for your first month uh, so you can decide if you like it almost nothing to lose there uh, or you can sign up for an annual subscription for a year and take 30% off that first year and get a seven-day free trial with that. So thank you, everybody, for joining us. Thank you for supporting this channel. Thank you for supporting hogsports.com. We would not be able to do it without you. Even in tough times, hog fans are still there, and we appreciate you being there for us. Thank you to Danny West. Thank you to all of you guys. This has been Trey Biddy with hogsports.com, and we'll catch you next time.